there, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the Gemma Bernard Show. How are you? <laughs> How are you? It has been probably almost a month since I hit record on this podcast, and a lot has been going on. So I'm going to also be honest with you, it's taken a lot for me to hit record today on this episode because this episode is going to be me speaking my unfiltered truth. I'm going to kind of let you guys in behind the scenes and really share with you my truth, particularly over the last nine-ish months um, and kind of let you know what has been going on where I've been at because truthfully this is not the year that I planned to have at least in my business I want to be clear on that this is not the year I plan to have and it's caught me off guard and I will let you know that my eyes may leak a liquid called tears out of them <laughs> during this episode <sighs> Maybe they will. I have tissues nearby just in case, but it is quite possible because I'm feeling very emotional. But I want you to know that I am okay. So if I cry and you hear me with emotion, I don't you know I'm okay. Like my emotions are fine. I am great. I'm fine. There's just been a lot going on and I'm an emotional person. I process things a lot by shedding tears. <laughs> Not always great for the people around me, especially my husband, um, but often I cry. I just want to let you know, actually, before we even go, I'm going to go on tangents. This is what I do. I am back in my walk-in wardrobe. I am having an incredible nostalgic moment because I feel like I am back to the first episode of this podcast, way back in 2018. In fact, I need to check the dates. I actually feel like it could almost be very close to three years to the day. That would be uncanny. I need to go and have a look up actually what the first, what the date of the very first episode that we launched. That would be crazy if it was close, like if it was today was like the third year anniversary. That would literally blow my mind. But I'm back in my wardrobe, walking wardrobe, which is where I always recorded. When I first started this, I always recorded the podcast episodes in the walk-in wardrobe because... I had read somewhere online that acoustics are best in the walk-in wardrobe and acoustics are everything when you are looking for quality of sound. And I've always shared that with my clients as well who have since gone on to record a lot of podcast episodes themselves and funnily enough, record them in their walk-in wardrobe. But you know, the things we do, right? But I feel like I'm having this full kind of 360 full circle moment, like I'm back here again. And also because the very first episode that I recorded back in 2018 um, was also like my truth. And it was a very emotional episode. Um, I still get messages from people today, you know, letting me know how much that episode kind of like touched them, really. And, and you know, spoke to them and the real raw emotion. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up okay but anyway let me get back to the topic I want to talk about today which is me <laughs> so 
I'm going to kind of go back a little bit to go forward. Three years ago, I started this business as a podcast. That's really how everything launched. I started the Manifesting Mum podcast. I started a Facebook group and I showed up and I spoke my truth. I did a 120-day experiment and I just learned all I could about manifesting. Now, I had been consciously creating and manifesting for a number of years but I hadn't really learned. Like I was more focused on the rituals. Like, oh, do a vision board and oh, we can journal and do this and do that. But actually understanding the codes of creation, the laws of manifestation. I didn't really understand that. And so I wanted to go deep. So I went deep and that's what I did. And I just showed up on this podcast every single week. Every week I showed up and recorded and I spoke and I just shared from this place of just abundance. There was just this feeling of like abundance in everything that I did at that point in time. I just shared with an open heart. I spoke my truth over and over again. And I don't really ever remember having a lot of fear. I'm going to be honest. I don't really ever remember having much fear at all. By the way, I've just found out the first episode was the 3rd of September. So close, (laughs) close, right? God, I'm looking back at the stats actually now as I'm doing this, that episode, those episodes have had thousands upon thousands of downloads. It's incredible. Right, right back. God, amazing. But I showed up and I spoke my truth and I created my business off that. I created my business off just being me speaking my truth about talking about what I was just so passionate about, about living my purpose, about following what lit me up. And I launched my coaching and I launched programs and my business grew and evolved and it grew really quickly. I'm going to be honest when I really think about it because I have been in business for myself for over 13 years. But this business grew really quickly. You know, we're fast approaching half a million dollars in revenue since I started this, the coaching, since I actually launched the coaching in March 2019. So in less than two and a half years, which is pretty mind-blowing. And I experienced a lot of that success last year in 2020. 2020, on paper, was an incredible year. I achieved so many things. I hit so many milestones. And I got to November of 2020, of last year. And something shifted inside of me. I'll be honest with you. I actually don't know what the shift was. It was a feeling. It was almost like I was... I had been holding my breath all year and then came November, I could see Christmas coming, I could feel a break coming and I felt myself just want to exhale. And I had created enough success and abundance in my business that I could give myself some space to do that. So I was incredibly grateful for that. A lot of my programs were coming to a wrap, Um, a lot of my one-to-one work was really coming up to a wrap with clients as well. And I thought, this is perfect. I'm going to take Christmas and I'm going to take New Year's off and I'll come back. I'm launching, uh, you know, I was going to launch 
the next kind of iteration of my mastermind. And I was like, right, we hit the ground running and everything. We're just going to go. We're going to go. We're going to do a repeat of this year, but it's going to be bigger and better. And I set myself some really lofty goals because truthfully, historically, I have loved doing that. I love setting myself goals that just are out of reach, that feel out of reach and then going, how am I going to do this? And then all of a sudden it just happens and it's incredible and amazing. And it's not all of a sudden, by the way. There is There are things that I do. Uh, you know, there's healing that takes place, there's rewiring and reprogramming, there's, you know, action that is taken. But sometimes it feels a little bit crazy when you sit back. And I really felt like 2021 was going to be an incredibly successful year again. But that short break, that exhalation that I took over the Christmas New Period, started to extend and I was feeling restless I was feeling restless I was feeling uncertain I was feeling completely uninspired and that's what makes me feel emotional I'd lost this zest that I had had for my business Truthfully, I was exhausted. I was really exhausted. And some of that was physical exhaustion. I had taken on a lot of clients and grown really fast in 2020. And my body was tired. I was working long hours and trying to still be, you know, an amazing and present mother. A loving, adoring wife. But truthfully, I felt like I'd taken on too much. But the biggest part was that that exhalation turned out to be a period of deep healing. And I've done some healing. Let me tell you, I've done some healing over the years. But this year, I have healed at a much deeper level. And the healing has probably, when I sit here and talk to you about it now and reflect on it, it's probably been healing with a different intention. I have historically healed to try to change because I have felt like there has been something wrong with me, that I've been broken. That because I don't have the things I want in my life and my business, that there must be something wrong with me, therefore I need to go fix that part. And that can be an exhausting spiral to be in. But this year, that just hasn't worked. And when I say it hasn't worked, it's not that the healing that I've done hasn't been effective. It's the the healing from a place of I'm broken sometimes creates a spiral that we stay in. So I've had to learn how to heal from a place of acceptance. I've had to learn to heal from a place of deeper love for all the parts of me. Not heal because that part of me is wrong. 
Not heal because that part of me is broken. Not heal because that part of me is blocking me or self-sabotaging. But simply heal because my soul desires to have a deeper relationship with the human experience that I'm having right now. And I needed the time away from business. I needed time. I needed space. And I gave myself that. Well, at least I thought I did. I may have given myself the physical space, but I really struggled to give myself the mental and emotional space. Because I found myself and have found myself being incredibly critical that I took the foot, my foot, off the accelerator in my business. Which is interesting because there is a time to put our foot on the accelerator and then there's a time to take it off. So it's probably more so that I'm critical of myself, not because I took my foot off the accelerator, but because I put my foot on the brake. When potentially I should have just let myself glide. At least that's, again, how it felt. But I've been very critical and very judgmental of myself. I have really struggled to accept the choices that I have made in my business. Some of those choices are that I chose not to take on any one-to-one clients this year. That the only people I would see on a one-to-one basis were those women that were in my mastermind. The other decision I made is that I wouldn't launch anything else in the first half this year other than the mastermind that I launched. That was it. That was all I was going to do. And then all of a sudden June rolled around and I felt this pressure. I felt this internal pressure to, come on, Gemma, you've got to get moving. Money is running out. You've got to start earning some money. You've got to start making stuff happen. You've got to start getting back out there. And so come June, I put the plan together to launch a program. That honestly, I at the time, I felt the level of passion that I could muster up in my body for that program. But the closer I got to launching that, the more something felt off with that. And I couldn't pinpoint it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that something didn't feel right. And my anxiety went through the roof. Went through the roof. Like off the Richter scale. I couldn't sleep. I was finding it hard to take care of myself. I wasn't exercising or I was overdoing it. So as an example, I decided that I would start running again. I haven't run for years. I haven't run. And I got up one day and decided I'm going to go, I'm going to run. And I got up and ran. And I ran, the first day I ran four kilometers. Then the next time I ran like six and then eight. And then before I knew it, I'd, within about the space of two weeks, I was, I'd run, got up to running 14 kilometers. I just found myself overly pushing myself to prove that I could do hard things. 
like launch a program that didn't feel in alignment. But my body started telling me and giving me signs. The anxiety was one sign. Then my body started getting sore from the running. I hurt my calf. I literally couldn't run. I just wasn't listening. And then I had this moment where I had just launched the pre-sale for this program to the waitlist, and I was in such a state of anxiety. And I was probably drinking too much wine, I'm going to be honest with you, because it was the only thing that I could do to numb that feeling because I just it was so intense I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to let it be and be okay with it. And then I woke up one Sunday morning at the beginning of this pre-launch and I just heard the voice cancel the launch. And actually the truth was I'd heard it the day before and I said to my husband, I think I need to cancel the launch. And he sort of looked at me with like his eyes almost fell out of his head and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's like, I'm not like, and it wasn't his reaction. It was, I was so scared of that decision. So scared of that decision. And then I woke up the next morning. It was the first thing that came in my head when I woke up. The very first message I heard was cancel the launch. And I lay there looking up at the ceiling with my eyes wide open going, what? You cannot cancel this launch. What will people think? How are you going to make money? All of the thoughts came in and I just lay there. And then I just heard the whisper, just trust trust and then my husband woke up and looked at me and he knows (laughs) he's like what I can hear the clogs turning what's going on and I rolled over to him and I said do you do you trust me do you trust the decisions that I'm making my business and he said yeah and I said I have to cancel this launch and I cried (sighs) I cried from relief But I also cried because I felt like a failure. I felt like I was letting down the people that mean the most to me. And I felt like a complete and utter fraud. Like, what will people think of this woman who's supposed to be coaching other women? Helping other women, guiding other women to heal, to be strong within themselves, to speak their truth. What will people think? I thought, honestly, at that point in time, I thought, this is it. This is it for my business. I really, really thought, even though... My body exhaled and I knew it was right. My fear kicked in. And it's kicked in quite a few times since then. But I keep getting reminded to just trust. Just trust. Just trust. And so I cancelled that launch. I sent emails out to my list. I cancelled the masterclass that I was due to run. And I felt like I went underground. And the beautiful timing of it all was that in Sydney here, we went into lockdown. And that meant hiding was easy. That meant my kids were home more. I didn't have time to work on my business. It gave me some space again to breathe. 
it gave me some space to get some clarity because I've honestly felt really confused this year. I felt really confused. I had a lot of momentum last year. And then I felt, I felt and feel, more so felt than feel, like the wheels fell off. It's like I unscrewed the wheels, <laughs> probably more accurately. And that has been incredibly hard. This year has actually been such a odd year. It's been full of duality. I've had some of the most beautiful moments. I've celebrated my 40th birthday. My husband made me feel like a queen. He took me away. We had a beautiful week away together. He made my birthday one of the most special and memorable days of my life. I've had moments of playing in the park with my children, riding scooters with them, sitting on the swing, talking about the moon and the universe and the stars. I've had moments of just nothingness on the lounge where they just snuggle into me. I've had some beautiful moments. And then I've had some moments where I felt so lost. So uncertain of who I am and what I'm here to do. And finally, this place now, where I'm at. I can say it's all been perfect. It hasn't been easy. (laughs) But it's all happened how it needed to happen. The beginning of this year, like I do and have done for the last four or five years, I've chosen a word of the year. I've chosen a word of the year. This year my word was unapologetic. Still is unapologetic. When I chose that word, I, actually the word chose me, I will tell you that. It probably wasn't my, wouldn't have been my first pick. But I did not expect that that word would be the catalyst for an unravelling of such monumental proportions. And when I say an unravelling, I mean an internal unravelling. It has been an internal unravelling. But that word set the intention for this year that I would go inward and remember who the fuck I am. Remember my truth. Remember my power. Remember what makes me special and important and unique. And that has taken a lot of seeing and awareness of all the horrible things that I think about myself. All the self-judgment and criticism that we all do, right? We all do it. 
We all think thoughts about ourselves that are less than beautiful. But that word was a calling to really own my gifts, my power, my truth, and just to stand and be me. And I did not realize the journey that that would take me on. I didn't realize the unraveling, the layers that would be peeled back, the things that I would see about myself that are just not sustainable, that I could no longer hold space for. It has meant learning how to be more in my emotions. It has meant completely rewriting my relationship with me and who I am. And it's still ongoing and it will be ongoing for a long time, I'm sure. But this year has been potent. But I've signed up for this. I've signed up for the discomfort. I've signed up for the growth. I've signed up for the evolution for the rest of my life. This is not like, oh, I'm growing this year and that's it. Like, this is who I am. Growth is one of my top values. One of my top values. It is my secret. I don't know if it's so secret. But it is my all-consuming passion. It's my addiction. I am addicted to growth and evolution. I am addicted to learning and absorbing and practicing and embodying how to be the most authentic, unapologetic human I can be. How to be in my power. How to be me. How to be enough. How to be worthy. It's just becoming a... It's, it's, it's a just... It's in my blood. It's in my DNA. And I know that because it's in my human design chart as well as being in my gene keys as well. So I know, I know that it's what I'm here for. And it also really leads me to remember what I came here to do because I have been giving a lot of consideration over the last few weeks particularly to what's my purpose like what's my what am I what am I here for what am I here for and I've come to the conclusion that I'm here to grow and evolve and to share my wisdom that's it that's what I'm here for that's my main overarching purpose to grow and evolve and to share the wisdom that's how I started this business that's what I love most to do they're the conversations that I have and have had with my clients in the past that light me up and there, that's the, the, also the messages that I get from people. Like, thank you for sharing your wisdom. And I've never seen that before. I've always felt like my business has to be more. I have to give people the how-to. I have to give people the strategy, the process. That it can't just be enough for me to share my wisdom. There can't be enough for me to grow and evolve and share my wisdom and let other people tap into and connect and plug into that wisdom. And that's where so much of these feelings of discomfort 
and misalignment have been over the last nine months particularly. Because last year in my business, I gravitated away from that core purpose. And I started to get into coaching people on business strategy and, you know, setting up their business in particular ways. But I'm here for the growth. I'm here for the transformation. I'm here for the evolution. That's what I'm here for. Nothing lights me up more than seeing a woman step into her power and own her truth of who she is and to see that her transform before my eyes. Nothing makes my soul come alive more than a conversation that I can have with a client and at the end of it, they, the way they see themselves or something in their business or their life is forever changed. And that they then go back into their life and make different choices, do things differently because they are seeing things differently, being different, thinking different, feeling different. That's what I live for. I live to be the powerful creator of my reality and to share that wisdom so that other women can be the powerful creator of their reality. And so this whole journey culminated again a couple of weeks ago. Upon reflection now, these things seem to happen when I wake up first thing in the morning. (laughs) Because again, I woke up and I was woken up this time by a voice in my head that said, go back to your roots. And I'm going to tell you the moment I heard those words, I knew exactly where I was being guided to go. I knew exactly. Because this whole business started, the roots of this business are grounded in manifestation and helping women be who they are meant to be, helping women grow and evolve so they can create lives of alignment, of joy, of wealth, of abundance, of just good stuff, right? And so they can navigate the hard stuff because there's always going to be hard stuff, always going to be hard stuff. And if we can't navigate the hard stuff, we can't celebrate the good stuff to its fullness, its richness. And so when that message landed in, the download started. And I immediately started getting all the information. It drip fed in. I wouldn't say it was like a lightning bolt, (laughs) but it's been drip feeding in over the last couple of weeks about what the next steps are, what feels right and what feels good. And the truth is that it's important for me to honor that. It's important for me to honor what lights me up. It's important for us all to do that. It's important for us all to make that a priority in our life. And I'm going to tell you right now, because this is what my experience has been for the last nine months, is learning to make that your number one priority is fucking hard. Who would think it would be so fucking hard? But it is so fucking hard. Just 
you have to do what you love and the rest will fall into place. And I'm going to tell you, I truly believe that. I really do believe that. And I have evidence of that. I have so much evidence that when you do what you love, everything will fall into place. But fuck, when that lesson comes around again and you've, there's more at stake. You've got more to lose. Your dreams are bigger. And you feel like you've got more to lose. I'm going to be honest, it's fucking hard. To make that transition, to let go of things that have worked in the past. Things that have delivered you abundance, results. To let them go and be like, that's not in alignment for me anymore. And now I'm going to go off on this avenue. Fuck. That's all I can say. It's it's fucking hard. It is fucking hard. And I could sit here and say to you and, you know, put some glossy phrase on this and record some podcast about, you know, just follow your truth and everything's good. And But the mess in the middle, because it will be, you follow your truth, you follow your passion, you follow what lights you up. Yes, I truly believe that it will work out. But fuck, the journey can be bumpy. <laughs> okay. And I see this all over social media where people speak about this, but they gloss over this stuff because no one wants to talk about it because the same things that I've just shared with you, we have this fear that women aren't going to see us in our power if we're vulnerable. And I have that fear after, I mean, we're 33 minutes into this podcast episode and I'm going to tell you the amount of times I've had a thought like stop recording you can't say this. What will people think? Who's going to listen? Like all the thoughts. They're real. They are real. We all have them. No one talks about it. Actually, let me phrase that. It's not true. Not a lot of people talk about it. And I have been saying with the mentors that I've worked with this year that I really feel like it is my one of my roles to speak about this stuff and I get messages time and time like thank you for your your honesty thank you it's refreshing and my hope is it is refreshing my hope is that this can be a conversation between two powerful women who own their truth who speak their truth no matter how challenging that may be no matter how messy it may feel that we talk about the failures not because they are failures but because there is wisdom amongst them even if we can't see it in the moment sometimes we can't see sometimes we're in the failure and we can't see the wisdom we cannot see the wisdom through the clouds but we hold space for it coming to fruition at some point but that we still feel like we can talk about that stuff before the wisdom lands in that we allow ourselves to be vulnerable to say I don't know what I'm doing and that's okay and that we can still trust the uncertainty and that we can still trust our fear that we don't dismiss it that we don't fear our negative emotions that we let them just be what they are. We learn how to navigate them. We learn how to hold ourselves in those experiences. 
when we can do that, then I truly feel like as a collective of powerful women, not strong as in I'm tough and strong and that's the masculine. We don't need to be that. We need to be us. We need to be the feelers. We need to be emotional. We need to be true to ourselves. We need to speak from our soul to each other so that we can be connected. We need to stop feeling this division between us. Because when we can connect to each other's vulnerabilities, we can also connect to each other's achievements and successes. Like, I'm just like her. I'm going through this. Look what she's done. As opposed to, oh, here you are, you've created this, but you didn't tell us anything about the journey. And now you're telling us about the journey retrospectively, but you're, it's all sugar-coated. And you're like, that's not how my journey is. It's all sugar-coated in this like one post that says, yeah, I went through this tough time two years ago, but I rose above it and look at where I am now. It's like, okay, well, what about the fucking tough time? Because it doesn't feel like that for me. That's my truth. That's, and and I'm going to be honest with you. This is, this is hard for me to be that woman. That's like, I'm going to give this to you, all of it. I'm going to give you all of it. I'm going to give you the good, I'm going to give you the bad. I'm going to give you the downright fucking ugly. I'm going to give you the mess. I'm going to give it to you all. And trust that that is enough. It's scary. I'm not going to lie. It's scary to own these parts of yourself. To be unapologetically you. This is me. This is me. I am someone in life and business who moves fast, who makes mistakes, and that's how I learn. While everyone's at the edge of the ocean, dipping their toe in the water, wondering how cold it is, I'm already out the back, diving in, getting dumped by waves, and learning how to navigate. And sometimes I end up in the washing machine of the ocean, not sure which way's up. Fuck, I get some wisdom from those moments. And sometimes I float up to the surface and it all feels amazing. And neither of those experiences are wrong. They're all necessary. And they're all to be celebrated. So I'm feeling like I've said all that I have to say today. I'm feeling like my energy is starting to come down a little bit. I feel like I have <laughs> literally taken my clothes off and stood naked in front of you and shared this with you. And the reason that I have done that, again, tears coming, everything's okay. <laughs> is that I started this podcast on the premise that if I just spoke my truth, it would help one person. And so my hope is today that speaking my truth again helps just one of you. So, 
eyes are leaking. I am fine. I feel so blessed that there are women like you out there that want to hear from me, that feel like I have what I have to say is valuable and helps them. I'm so grateful for that. So grateful for that. Because it makes me feel less alone. And I hope that you feel connected. I hope you understand that this journey of life and of business and of love and of self, that even in the mess, it can still be perfect. So I love you. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. Thank you for allowing me the space to just diarize this moment in time. I have some beautiful things coming that are so connected with going back to my roots. I've been gifted the most beautiful download that I'm excited to share with you soon. So watch this space if you're not already following me on Instagram at I am Gemma Bernard. I don't always cry. I do make some funny reels that you can go check out. <laughs> or you can join the Aligned Woman Facebook group as well. I'm finishing this at 1.11. I love you. I'll see you for the next episode.